And now, more sports and torts with David Spada and Elliot Herring. We are back on sports and torts, and David Spada always complains that the beautiful girls are in the studio when he's not. I say that's his tough luck. We're fortunate to have Samantha Slavin in studio, bikini competitor, and you will be taking part in the Arnold Classic coming up? Yes, I will be taking part in the Arnold Classic. I'm very excited. And what will you be competing in? Bikini, actually, and to be exact, uh, Class B. Okay. And for those people unfamiliar, that's not cup size. That has to do with height? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Any idea how many girl, other women you'll be going up against? You know what? I'm not sure, but usually it ranges anywhere for um, a pro qualifier. Um, it usually ranges from anywhere from about 20. I mean, it could be as high as 50 girls. Um, I mean, there could be a lot of girls. So it really depends who shows up and... Hmm. But there's a lot more because it's at a national level. so it's Right. Have you been to the Arnold before? You know what? This will be my first time competing in the Arnold or even actually being at the Arnold. So oh. I'm very excited. Okay. Now you train with Nicole Monier. Yes, who, I do train with her. Who's been there numerous times. Has, has she, she told has. You, has she told you what it's going to be like? How oh, crazy? Yeah. Exactly. She's like, get prepared. There's going to be a lot of people watching you. <laughs> so... And then you, if you try to walk through the convention, it's like, arm, you know, oh, yeah. jam-packed with people. and Exactly. Uh, exactly. Either they all got big muscles or, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, they all look like they can be competitors, but a lot of them are just people wandering through the show. Exactly. You brought along a few trophies. I did. Uh, among them, the NPC Grand Prix Natural Bodybuilding and Figure Championship. Bikini short and first place. Not bad. It was an amateur show, but yeah, not bad at all. Um, I actually competed in that show last year, and I took um, overall winner and first place. Um, I actually, the way it works is you actually get placed out of your class specifically, and then they'll do an overall winner up against all the girls from each class. So I was overall winner at that show, which was great. 2012, a busy year for you in terms of competition? Oh, yeah. I did seven shows last year. Um, Nicole actually recommended for me to do those shows, to be seen more and to get out there. She, she wanted to so, kill you. Is what she that's she a lot, did. That's a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't think I'll do as many this year because um, last year I had to get seen more. It was my first year, so now I'll probably stick to four or five this year. Okay. Well, somebody must have seen you because you're... A Biogenics-sponsored athlete. Yeah, I actually met Biogenics at my uh, New Jersey show that I did last year. It, that was also a national-level show as well. I actually placed fifth. This was my trophy um, from that show. It was my best placing at a national-level show. Um, and they actually decided to take me on. And um, they're, they're, a new, um, they're actually new, and it's great because... It's kind of like I'm a small fish in a smaller sea, okay. but they're actually starting to get... You're a big fish in a smaller sea. Not a, right? Well, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> a big fish in a small sea. See, that's what happens when you're competing. You start okay. to, Your mind starts to get warm. You're, 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 too focused on, you're too focused on other stuff. Okay. But yeah. But anyhow, yeah, um, they, they're starting to get out there more and um, expanding, so they're, we're going to have a really nice booth um, at the next few shows this year. They have a big list of shows they're doing, so... It'll be a it'll be a really good year. So, 
Now, for the people out there who think you were born like this and you've always been competing and things like this, your story goes back many years, uh, 180 pounds. Yes. Right? Yes. I um, I have a daughter. She's eight now. And when I was pregnant, I um, gained 60 pounds. So I, I've lost um, a lot of weight and not only lost the weight, but, I mean, I took on a new lifestyle. So, Yeah, there's more to it than just the losing of the weight. Definitely. It, it's like, okay, you grew up in a single-parent family. Mm-hmm. And at some point, as teenagers sometimes do, had conflict with your mom. Exactly. And move out, have a kid. Uh, just a, a tremendously challenging world and an equally tremendous transformation. It, it's not so much who you were, but who you are and who you hope to be. Exactly. How did you, how did you get from yourself being a single mom to where you are today? Well, it was definitely a challenge. Nothing comes easy, that's for sure. Um, I um, I was on my own since about 19 years old, and um, you know it was is a battle. I mean, I actually first started off as a medical assistant, so I was working full time, and you know I was taking my daughter to daycare and. Like I said, like you said, I was a single mom, so it was definitely very difficult. And um, now um, I actually, you know, a few years back, I started working out probably about four years ago. And then um, okay. it just slowly but surely started getting into competing. What, and What got you into the gym in the first place? Well, I always had it in the back of my mind. It was like a silent, you know, some, something that was silent in my life, but... I had it in the back of my mind I wanted to get fit and be in shape, but I never thought in a million years that I'd be able to look this great after having a child and, get, and gaining that much weight. But um, sure enough, I did it. I just, what motivated me was um, I actually, I had a boyfriend at the time, and I'm still dating him today. He he motivated, motivated me to get in there and convinced me to quit smoking. I smoked for seven years. So I just started getting in and saw the changes, and that's what motivated me and just m- made me keep going and want more and more. And, and and reading about your story, at some point you also drank and, and, yes. s- and sometimes drank too much? Yes. Um, I was like a social drink uh, drinker on the weekend, but I would always overdo it. Um, so those were back in my like early 20s. Okay. And... Um, I, when I would go out with my friends, I would have one too many and think I was okay to drive home. So I unfortunately uh, got a DUI back then, and I also got over that as well. And it's just, I think everything that I went through uh, back then made me become a stronger person. So it's like sometimes what you go through. Right. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that think the women who end up on stage or the, the men who end up on stage it's it's been a nice smooth process no. and you find out the backstories and so often it's somebody who had uh difficulties with weight whether it was too much or too little who had uh issues of of all sorts and just getting onto the stage itself is a major accomplishment then to be successful on that stage even more so what was it like 
getting on stage for the first time? Well, actually, the first time I ever got on stage was in 2009, and I um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I looked great. I was very proud of myself, but I didn't have any guidance from Nicole, which which is what I needed. But um, when I first got on the stage, I was very nervous. Um, and did it show? Oh yeah, it showed. But I was I was excited. You know, my adrenaline was pumping and. I was just very happy to actually be on the stage. You know, um, it was an accomplishment in itself. You know, I mean, I didn't place or anything, but, you know, I didn't prepare myself. I didn't know anything about the shows like that. I didn't think it was that, you know. Well, I've been to shows, and uh, I'm not a judge by any stretch of the imagination, and I'll see women on there, and I'll I'll go, you know, there's some cellulite or whatever it is, and you wonder, why is she even there? And, exactly. and then you find out the backstory of, you know, she lost a hundred pounds, or whatever total it might be, and to have the uh, confidence, the self-esteem, whatever the quality is, to be able to get up in one of those costumes, it, it boggles my mind. So I, I don't know how people do it, but they do do it, and it's uh, incredible. It, it's all, and then it becomes almost like a healthy addiction that you have to keep going as far as oh, yeah. working out and uh, getting on stage. Do you see yourself continuing this for some time? Definitely. I mean, I love doing it. And being with Nicole, she teaches me a healthy way. Um, she doesn't teach me to cheat through it. So I do it, and maybe it takes longer than, I mean, I don't know what everybody else does, but I know it. You know, other people have their ways of doing things, taking certain things, or, um, but with me and Nicole, she teaches me to eat very clean, not take any kind of, you know, pills or anything like that that are going to harm me. So I do everything 100% natural. I eat everything organic. So. Yeah, Nicole's a pretty good Sherpa to have. uh, Definitely. So for long term, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely the way to go. And you look at her and you go, okay, she's 40. And she looks incredible. Yeah. And I don't think anybody would say she looks 40. Definitely not. But, but you have you have a ways <laughs> to go before you go 40. Now, you have a as you said you have a daughter. Mhm. Do you fix different food for her than you do for yourself? You know what? Um for a while I was um still feeding her like things kids would eat, you know, which I still do, but I actually decided to start feeding her very healthy because I want to start her healthy. Um Probably about two years ago I started. And um, she goes with her dad on the weekends, so there's sometimes there's things that I can't help, and I try my best. I send things with her. Well, it's part her. of being a kid. You don't want them to not sample some well, of that yeah. stuff. She's actually gluten intolerant, my daughter, I discovered. Oh. So I have to um, do everything gluten-free for her because then she'll have a tummy ache, you know. For sure. But um, I try to feed her pretty healthy, and I still feed her, like, you know, they have, like, gluten-free macaroni and cheese and all those kind of you know, those things that yeah, kids it, love. It's always amazing. The thing that gets me, though, is the healthy stuff, like the gluten-free stuff, always costs a lot more oh, I than, know. than the regular stuff. And you're thinking, if we're trying to have a healthy society, exactly. wouldn't you bring down the cost of the stuff? That I know. It drives me crazy. You know, I go, wow. It's very expensive, yeah. yeah. But there's not a... It's your your child's health, and you go, exactly. okay. Exactly. For the long term, Yeah. Now, also, if I read correctly, 
you got your mom into the gym? I did. I did get my mom into the gym recently. She's actually, she's 55 years old, and she battles with Lyme's disease. She got a tick bite when she went uh, to Arizona years back. Oh. And as the years go on, it progresses. So it's she wakes up with a lot of aches and pains. So, you know, um, my mom, over the past few years, you know, she put on some weight, getting older, and, you know, just um, going through life, you know. Right. So I'm trying to get her in, and she actually has been getting in every single day the, the past few weeks. So I'm very proud of her, and she feels way better. Okay. So we're going to get her on stage one of these days? I would hope so. That would be is, great. Is, is, is that, definitely make me feel a lot more. Is that your goal? Definitely. Definitely. I would love to. we got to make that her goal somehow. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sort of overwhelmed by all the stuff you, <laughs> you went through to get to where you are, and you're now you're... Also an entrepreneur, a businesswoman? Yes, I actually, um, I do, I'm an esthetician. Uh, who? So I, an esthetician. It's, um, to be exact or to make it more understand. What is that in English? Um, skincare. So I do skincare. Okay. I do facials, custom airbrush tanning. I also do waxing, body wraps, you know, all that feminine uh, stuff. All that so. good stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how did you get into that? Well, I actually, um, I was going to school for nursing years back, and once I was in the medical field and working as a medical assistant, I decided that wasn't the route for me to go. Why? Because I love helping people, but um, I just, you know, it's a kind of a depressing environment, to be honest with you. So I decided I wanted to get into something that was more fun and more exciting, and so um, that's what drew me into that, but I also love taking care of the skin, and I wanted to know more about it, and... Um, I had a little bit of a problem when I was in high school, but like everybody does. But okay. Now, when you go to the gym, do you work out differently when you're preparing for a competition as opposed to when you're not preparing for a competition? You know what? To be honest with you, I actually love the gym, and I maybe I do a little bit more cardio sometimes when I'm preparing for a competition. But besides that, I actually always, I mean, I stick to... I always change my workout every month. I have a new routine, and then I do that routine for the month, and then I'll change it up again because it's always good to change. But I'm always working hard in the gym. Okay. So. How many days a week? Well, um, I train about three to four days a week, and then I do cardio about four to five a week. So. And how long are you in the gym when you do all that stuff? When I do everything, I'm in there for about two hours. Two and a half hours at the most. Okay, and that's two hours straight? I assume mm-hmm. at some point you take a little break? Um, Or not? Not really. I mean, if I have people come up to me and talk to me, then <laughs> I'll talk, but I'll try to keep working out while I'm doing it because I'm a busy person, so I like to be in and out, you know. But um, I have my little breaks in between sets, you know, my 30 seconds or my 60 seconds. <laughs> when you look at yourself now... Do you say, I need to work on this part, that part, or are you fairly satisfied with where you are? I mean, I'm satisfied, but I always think that there's room for improvement. Um, I mean, I'll look at certain areas, be like, okay, I need to work on that. I need more muscle here. And, you know, to be quite honest with you, what these judges are looking for at the shows is maybe not what I think that, you know, is a natural all-around, everyday look, but... um, you know, I always try to, to do my best and, you know. I've, I've never quite figured out. I haven't, I certainly haven't been to enough of these 
to think I could figure it out. But it seems you never know what the judges are looking for from show to show. You know, some days it, it's the torso, some days it's the butt, some days it's the legs, and... It's hard because, it, see, the thing is, is it really depends on who is going to be at that show, and you never know who's going to be there. But your placement depends on who's there because it's whoever's standing next to you, they're comparing who's next to you, you know, so right. it's it's difficult because you never know what to expect, but all you can do is bring your best package and what you feel confident in and just hope that someone, you know, will like that. Well, in the world of bikini competition as in figure and bodybuilding and all this other stuff, a lot of it is competing against yourself because that's the only person you have control over, right? Exactly. So uh, whether you finish first or fifth or, or wherever it is, at the end of the day, do you walk away saying, I feel as if I've done my best or I, I could have done better? I walk away saying I feel that I've done my best because I know how hard I work every day and how much that I have going on in my life. So for me to actually make the time to do it and to get in the gym and make it, you know, something that I have to do every day um, is definitely an accomplishment, you know. And um, so, yeah, so I definitely feel that I'm always doing my best and, you know, bringing my best package, so... At some point, you see your daughter following in your footsteps? I don't know so much about doing shows, but, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd have to see when she gets older. I would definitely love to, like, do a show with her or guide her. Um, I'd definitely be very happy with that because, you know, um, I love the sport. So, But she um, she's very um, athletic right now. I mean, she's, she's in three different activities, and so I've got her prepared already. <laughs> Sounds like a busy kid and a busy mom. When you go to the gym, you work out with your boyfriend or not? Um, you know what? I work out by myself, but like we're like we'll work out together. Okay. But I'm on my own. He doesn't train me. So and then I also work out with Nicole, of course, every week. So she gives me the feminine side to things, you know. <laughs> All that good stuff. When you work out on your own, do you just sort of get into your own zone and tune everybody and everything and Definitely, I do and People will come up to me, what's going on? And, you know, I'm just in my zone, listening to my music, and, you know, I don't like to stop my workout because then you ruin your pump, you ruin your... Right. It's, it's almost as if you wish you could put up an invisible shield to keep the people away. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of the challenges. It is. Okay. So we can look forward to you at the Arnold. Any shows after that? Yes, I'm not sure yet which ones because I have to decide on those. My uh, sponsors uh, have a list of shows that they're going to, and they told me to to look at the list and pick about five to six shows. So I'm excited, and um, I'm going to talk to Nicole. And, of course, she's always the one that tells me which shows to do, and I always listen to her. So Okay, well, we will look forward to seeing more of Samantha Slavin. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening to Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com. Uh, Samantha, you were a great guest. We had Charlie Joyner, a, a, who was a great guest. Maybe next week, David Spader will even show up. Thank you to our executive producer, Dave Olson, and tune in again next week for Sports and Torts.